Hi babes, welcome to Mina Mind Podcast. I was laying on a beach side when I actually wrote this episode. It looks so peaceful and beautiful at the time, so I was like feeling alone and it had been so long that I take a break from the chaos of the city and just relax on my own. So it gave me this inspiration to write this episode. Have you felt like an outsider before? I feel like one quite some time. Like moving there to there, do not know where to settle. It's scary, like sound of being settled. Settle with somebody, settle with a place, even an education. And most of the times for me with a job. Like I'm in a part of my life that I'm trying to take the best steps for my future, you know. And these steps actually includes the people around me, my passions, my brands. So you can even see that how it goes from the things that I put together. A person means a huge part of my life because I include their lives into mine. And it's really an unsafe feeling to let anybody affect your life but I feel like I'm even more scared that I'm gonna affect theirs so when I had my first panic attack my sister was the person who experienced it with me I was away from my home and I was in Milan at the time and at that night I remember like she was freaking out you know at the time like my sister was the person who experienced this tense and unexpected moment. To be honest, when I had my first panic attack, nothing was uh, ever the same again. Like I needed help. I needed to be cared. I was not like, I was all in my head, but at the same time, I was not in my head. I was feeling like I wasn't able to take care of myself like a grown-up should do. At least I was thinking by this way and this was another pressure to be honest. And at some points like I was so like distracted by the things that going on in my head that I would call the people around me like my best friend and say like help me you know I would have crisis to do this. It was okay at the beginning but when the time goes by I could really see that people who were around me, they were spiraling with me too. Because I didn't know what was going on. So how should they know? I can hear you say that like, it's okay to get help. Don't be harsh on yourself. Yeah, it is okay. But when you can't even control how the life goes around you, it's really difficult to accept that. However, when it takes too long for you to figure yourself out away from the people that you love like miles away it kind of messed my head up because it was like a whole another culture language and people and I wouldn't think that I would face something like this but it happened like I met with some people who were really blind at the time because I was Turkish they would ask me like how can I speak English this well or how come I do have tattoos and like how my skin is white, you know? And I didn't know if I should feel sad about that I was getting all these questions or I should 
feel sad about the people who were living in the heart of Europe and they didn't have any clue around the world. Like it's obviously media and like I've told you before. So with everything that I experienced, I felt like an outsider. I felt like I did not belong there, even though I came there like any other people with my skills and my talents. I really saw most Europeans, they did not know much about the people of the world. And if you're not a European, you will probably have a hard time there. There was nothing wrong for me to find a place for myself and try to continue my education at the same time. However, it was too much because I was not only culturally misfit, but also the money I received, it was not enough to help me get settled. The currency situations, it's really crazy. Like when you think about it, it's all about the numbers and the value that the governments put on these numbers. As a result, this affects your life indefinitely because everything works by one. Like I was accepted to this school I was qualified to study there and improve myself. Because I was not from Europe, I paid like 4.5 times more for the tuition fee. And one euro was like 4.5 Turkish liras, because that was the time of the Turkey's currency. I had to pay like 4.5 times more for everything that I purchased, because my family was earning in liras, obviously. I did not get it at the at the time that how ridiculous this was this was because I had to pay more on everything and I was in a place that I had to write to study and live there you know and I feel like with these kind of situations people act like there's no fucking money and usually institutions act like there is nothing like that you know until they ask you for your bank account to see if you're able to live there. And the expenses are really too much for a person who doesn't earn in euros or dollars. So if I didn't have enough money, I was not welcome there to study or live. Well, I was lucky that my family could afford at least one year to live and study in Milan. However, I was supposed to handle my money more strictly than any other person in my school. And I didn't want to suck it up and claim that only rich people can study fashion design. Well, you get it. I was studying fashion design and I feel like now either you're going to be rich and study what you deserve or what you're going to do else. So I did my best to survive in Milan. But I was scared to settle in Milan because it was so intimidating. I decided to change my life in a different country, which was Netherlands. I went there and I changed my life and everything again. After like a year of education, I had to turn back to my country because the currency inflation happened. But all the things that have been going through in my life, also the politics, like literally fucked my world. I just want to be honest because 
um, the currency literally doubled, like euro to Turkish lira. So it was obvious that my family wasn't gonna afford it. So I had to turn back to my own country. You can listen our first episode to learn about how I got to this point. With all these struggles that I was going through, panic attacks were still a part of my life. So I want to talk about the deep understanding of panic attacks because it's really common in this century and there's not enough awareness around it. So this can be triggering for some listeners. I should remind you that these are my own experiences I am not an expert on the subject. So if you're feeling like you're having any trouble with your mind or body, get help from a professional. Let's start with the definition of panic attacks. A sudden overwhelming feeling of acute and disabling anxiety. So it means panic attacks are severe, but of a short duration. In my first panic attack experience, I felt like I was having a stroke. So the ambulance came and they took me to the hospital. And after a couple hours later, they told me that this was an attack and gave me something to relax my mind and my body. And when this happened, I was actually having this feeling that like, what is going on? Like, what's happening to me right now? Following attacks came from nowhere. And they were coming suddenly. And there were some times that I was feeling like I was having a heart attack or collapsing lungs. And I can hear you say that, how can you have a heart attack while you are in your teen years or like 20s? So I will explain to you how it goes. One day I woke up and I couldn't feel my left arm and my heart was actually pounding. And I went to the hospital and they told me it was a panic attack. This situation, like me going to the hospital and having, having the answer of panic attacks, it repeated quite some time because I was actually feeling it. Because I had eating disorders and anxiety problems since I was 14, I had some knowledge about how the human mind works and psychology. So I actually decided to learn about panic attacks as well. So I started searching. I actually found a book from Monica Tutlu, which is called Overcome Your Panic Attacks and Fear of Flying, which I will like link down below as well so you, fi you can find the book. I want to tell you how the human mind works while, you're, while a person having a panic attack based on this book and my researches. Imagine you're in a wild forest and let's say you saw a wild animal like a bear. There are several things would happen on your body. First, your mind will tell you that you're in danger and your life depends on it. Based on our existence, we want to survive. To survive, there are two things you can do, run or fight. To run or fight, body secretes adrenaline and your muscles tightens up, your heart rate comes up and your body sweats through your skin. This means a major energy getting stored in your body so you can run or fight. This is survival, baby. So let's see how it transfers to panic attacks. Our brain acts like a storage room 
where all the memories are stored. Hippocampus is a complex brain structure embedded deep into temporal lobe. It has a major role in learning and memory. It is a plastic and vulnerable structure that gets damaged by variety of stimuli. After a trauma, your hippocampus works to remember the memory and make sense of it. But because a trauma is typically overwhelming, all the information doesn't go coded correctly. So memories get mixed along the way. This is why when something triggers mind, it's pretty difficult to determine what is the problem. Because we are living in a world where we can learn about anything in a second thanks to the net, we got too many stimuli that we can control and find the resources of them. Mind kind of gets confused with the overdose experiences. By this way, it is really easy to be triggered by anything around you. There are some keys about post-traumatic stress disorders. When you had a stressful memory, actually your mind will capture the moment that you were having at the time and combine all the details while you're having that experience. These key subjects will trigger your mind and your mind will think that there's something wrong, like you have to run or fight. Because the subject will not physically harm you, your body will actually contain this energy and it will explode in you to make you feel like you're dying. So based on the scientific researches, there is no difference between having a panic attack and feeling, feeling like you're having a heart attack and having an actual heart attack. So it comes to a situation, your body will solve it actually by going to the hospital. To be honest, I knew my mind was strong enough that it could create anything. But actually, when I learned about how my mind and body works with these panic attacks, I was so relieved. Because this was another situation that, at the time, I was not able to address what I was having. And even though people who were around me were cautious about me, I could really feel the energy that all the things that I was having, they're not real. I was just spoiled, you know? And this was another thing that I was so harsh on myself that I would think that this is something I created, so I should fix it myself. But no, guys, this is something serious. This is something that you should go see a psychiatrist and work on your traumas and heal yourself. And find ways to actually heal yourself with other stuff, you know, listen to yourself, listen to your body, spend your time spend time with your body and maybe do yoga or whatever will make you lead to this feeling that like you're okay with yourself and not being able to scared of the future or the past. Well, it has been five years since I returned to my country and I wouldn't think that I will live here for too long. I was always thinking that I would just go back to abroad and start my life again there somehow. Because I was planning to go abroad and live there again, I never wanted to settle in here. So I was wondering what to do about my home, my education, my relationships, I never wanted to settle in here. Well, because I was not able to settle in anywhere, I was used to letting it all go and start again.
because I couldn't feel belongingness. I feel like with the age I'm in, which is 25, I want to be more settled and try to fit in. Even if I can't fit in, I want to try to figure out the ways to fit the situations to myself. So I started to travel again, and this time I am traveling my own land, seeing the beauties in it and to see my resemblance to it. Like my relationships, education and work life, I am trying to, like this time, I am able to find the pieces that fits me better. I am okay if there are some pieces that doesn't fit me. I believe now everybody is an outsider and an insider. We have so many qualities memories and stuff to deal in this life. Sometimes I do not agree with the situations that I am having in this life. I am learning to deal with them in a way I search how I can find myself in these situations. Because there is always a way to figure it out. Even if you're struggling now, it doesn't mean that you're gonna struggle all the time. This is not realistic. And at this point, it comes to the balance of it. Till this year, I perceived my decisions as giving up, but I did not. I did my best, I tried my best, and this was just my luck. That's fine, you know. Looking back, all the memories, even though I had all these struggles, there were people around me from all over the world. I felt quite united from time to time. Like, we were outsiders all together. And let me tell you, self-education improved my skills so much. I have learned a lot. So I am trying to set my mind free so I can set myself free. I don't have to stay put. There are so many experiences that I am going to have in my life. And also the moment that I live in now. So for anybody who is struggling for their existence... You know, you can fight your wild animals running through, through your mind. You are strong enough. You are strong enough to face anything. So don't be afraid to get into your wild forests because nature will surround you and will teach you so much. So you will survive. Well, thanks for listening and spending your time with me today. Love, Mina.